Hello and welcome to the Infinite Project podcast. Um, so in this podcast each week, I'm going to aim to give you guys some information around nutrition, exercise, mindset, all the information you'll need to lose body fat and finish dieting for good. I'll give you some vital tips and lessons so that hopefully you'll be able to come away with something uh, that's useful that you can use and implement going forwards. Um, so in this first podcast, as this is the very first one, um, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about me and my own story. So first things first, my name is Stephen Gold. I'm the owner of The Infinite Project. Uh, we help people lose, lose body fat and finish dieting by playing the long game, doing something that they can stick to long term. And um, we're not about you know fad diets or quick fixes. We're focused on making what we do now the new normal. Um, so yeah, my name is Stephen. I'm a husband to Abby and a father to my little daughter, Sky, who is just about six months old. Um, I've been in the fitness industry since about 2013. I think that's when I originally started up. Um, so it's going on about nine years, which is absolutely mental. Do not know where nine years has gone. Uh, I used to work in a family business. We used to grow tatties. <laughs> we were tatty growers uh, with my dad and my granddad. Uh, so family-run business. Um, I've been doing that since I left school at about 15, I think it was when I left school. Um, so, I mean, I was doing that for about seven, eight years. Um, so, yeah, we stopped growing tatties in around, in around about 2013. And that's when I kind of decided to go down the route of doing something that I was really kind of just recently gotten into. And that was the gym and nutrition. I was really interested in especially nutrition because... Um, look at hi, my diet used to be horrendous when I was younger. So I used to play a lot of football when I was younger. And, um, you know, kind of played football through school and kind of played it until I was about 24, 25, maybe even 26. And then I kind of fell away from football. But that was my main thing back then. Um, and it wasn't until I was about maybe 21 when I first kind of got into the gym. Uh, I had done little workouts at home when I was, you know, younger, 16, 17, 18. But I mean, I was doing, you know, little wee ab YouTube workouts and stuff, but nothing serious. Um, but yeah, I kind of got into the gym when I was about 21. So when I started out, I literally had no idea what the hell I was doing. Um, I kind of got into the gym and got into working out because basically I was just unhappy with the way I looked and I wasn't very strong. Um, I was always at football. I was always pushed off the ball when I played football and, you know, my legs were really skinny and I just wasn't very strong. Um, you know, I wasn't, I was light, but I wasn't defined, you know, and I wasn't, I wasn't overweight. I was very light, but I, I guess I was almost kind of skinny fat. You know, I, I looked skinny with clothes on, but with my top off, I had a little bit of a, a pot belly, you know, I had no definition. And basically, you know, I just didn't like the way I looked and I felt horrible taking my top off. Like I didn't, didn't feel confident in my own skin. Um, back then, like, you know, when I was in my early 20s, my diet was an absolute shambles. I probably, no joke, I would have a takeaway, maybe two or three a week, at least two. Um, you know, I would go to the, the, the local Indian garden in Banff, you know, I probably have sometimes two of them a week, uh, you know, got a set meal for one for £12. It was an absolute steal. Uh, and I would have that nearly every single week. Like the guy literally he knew my voice. So I didn't even have to say the order. <laughs> just says it's Stephen. Okay, perfect. 20 minutes. Uh, and I was it ready. Um, and, you know, at work, every single kind of break time, 10 o'clock, I would go up to the local shop, which is like a half mile away. And I would go and get a cream egg, a bag of Maltesers, and then a big bag of crisps. And I would do that usually monster munch. I would usually do that 
every single day. I would have Maltesers and a cream egg and a bag of Monster Munch every day. Uh, lunchtime, you know, I would go home and have a cheese toastie, loads of cheese. Uh, I was just way too lazy to prepare anything else. I would never like prepare a meal or anything like that. Um, and I guess for me, I'd kind of normalized bad nutrition. Um, I kind of knew in the back of my head that my diet sucked, but because I was kind of playing football, I was super active. Um, I kind of got off with it a wee bit. Um, I know for a fact that if I'd stopped football when I was younger and, you know, I wasn't so active, I would 100% would have gained a lot of weight really quick because my diet was horrendous. It was, was not in a good place. It was not healthy whatsoever. And I kind of normalized that. Um, when I used to go to the gym, I'd spend most of my time usually going on the treadmill, jogging on the treadmill for, you know, 75% of it. And now and then I'd maybe get a wee bit of confidence to go on some of the machines or I, I kind of tend to stay away from the dumbbells and things like that. I had no idea what I was really doing, but I'd maybe go on some of the machines if the gym was quiet. And if not, I'd just stay on the treadmill and go home. Um, but usually I would go home feeling pretty chuffed for myself thinking, yeah, I've done a workout, but literally I'd done nothing but just jogging the treadmill for, for 30 minutes. Um, so yeah, I didn't really feel like I was doing anything. Um, even though in the back of my head, you know, I, yeah, I guess, yeah, I, I kind of felt chuffed with myself just because I'd gone to the gym. So, you know, in my head, I'd kind of told myself, yep, you've beat the gym, you've done your workout. But I think deep down, I knew, I knew I wasn't making any progress. So yeah, the first couple of years at the gym, I made little to no difference. Like my physique didn't really change. Um, you know, my diet was still terrible. Um, so I wasn't surprised that I still, you know, look, looked exactly the same. Looking back, I'm not surprised I made no it made no difference. Um, you know, I was maybe going once or twice a week, you know, it, there was nothing, there was no real effort put into it. Um, but when I was about 23, um, I purchased a meal plan from a, a fitness coach online and it was like a personalized meal plan. And uh, that gave me a lot of structure with my diet. So he sent me through this meal plan and I started just to follow it religiously. So my diet completely overnight just changed. Like, in the, in the click of your fingers, my diet was completely better. Uh, I started eating so, so much better. I was eating so much more veg. I was eating the right amount of protein. I was fueling my body for workouts and stuff like that, stuff I'd never even heard of in the past. Um, so like things like my recovery was better. I had more energy and my physique completely changed. In like six months, I seen huge, huge changes. Um, so with my diet improving massively, I also started to go and research you know what i should be doing in the gym like you know how, how what should a, a real workout look like and i started studying that and buying books and reading about it um because i knew i was just winging it doing random stuff so with improvements from a diet and starting to work out correctly in the gym i started i would say probably in about six months my physique totally changed i've actually got old photos on my phone and um, back when i was 23 that six month period um and yeah, I was really chuffed with the results. I managed to get rid of that pot belly. It was gone. I gained a little bit of muscle mass. I looked lean and athletic and I started to actually like the way I look. And people would start to mention it to you. Oh God, you look like you've been working out and it gave you such a boost in self-confidence. And um, so I guess like once I seen those results, that got me hooked. I started to feel so much better with myself. Um, I couldn't believe how much better. Yeah, I guess the visual thing was great, but it was more my energy levels were just miles better my stomach was miles better. Like, you know, I think eating crap, your, your stomach was never great, but that was probably one of the biggest things as well. Uh, energy levels and just generally felt better. I wasn't bloated all the time. Like before I was probably bloated 90% of the time from eating so much crap. Um, so yeah, going back to, you know, what I did before, 
after working on the, the family farm, I ended up doing my personal trainer qualification. I actually did a nutrition um, qualification first before I even decided to do any of this, just because I was really interested in the whole nutrition thing. Uh, I wanted to know like, you know, how your diet affects fat loss and performance and things like that. I found it really interesting. So I did a course on that with no, you know, I was not planning to do anything in nutrition or the fitness industry. I just did that basically because I wanted to learn more. And the company basically phoned me and says, look, the personal trainer course is like 50% off if you buy it today. I kind of thought, well, dude, I don't know. Do I want to do a personal training course? I thought, you know what? Let's just go for it and see what happens. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I ended up getting into the whole personal training fitness industry. Um, so a total random one. Um, so I started off, once I'd passed my qualifications and things like that, I started off um, at my family home. Uh, we had a, a garage with a, a kind of room built on the side of it. And I basically turned that into a mini studio. Uh, it started off in the little room and then kind of expanded out into the garage. Um, so luckily, you know, since I was about 19, 20, maybe, uh, I started buying gym equipment. And just basically when I was working, when I was younger, I just saved up and I would buy like, you know, a set of dumbbells. Then I would save up and a few months later, I would buy a squat rack. And I basically just built up my gym equipment. So I was quite lucky. I was ready to go. I didn't need to, you know, go and spend a fortune on equipment or anything. It was already there. Um, so yeah, I was really lucky with that regard uh, that I already had a gym in place. Um, so yeah, starting out, um, first couple of years were brutal. Absolutely brutal. Really, really hard. It took a really long time uh, to build up a client base. I didn't really know how to attract clients. I didn't know, you know, didn't know what to write on social media. I mean, I, oh, I was, it was, it was horrible getting started. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I mean, the course just gives you the absolute bog standard basics. And um, so, yeah, I really didn't have a clue what I was doing. And it was really hard, you know, putting yourself out there. And um, so I probably at that point for the first couple of years, probably thought about quitting nearly every week or every second week. I was always so close to this jacking it in. Um, but now, now looking back, I'm so glad I didn't because I, I you know I really enjoy what I do now. Uh, but literally, I, you know, there was so many ups and downs that first couple of years, you know, were absolutely brutal. And uh, yeah, I probably nearly quit nearly every week. Um, but yeah, if you skip forward a, a few years, um, you know, after that kind of two years, the next kind of few years after that, you know, things start to really kind of take off. We got super busy and uh, we got to the point where it was pretty much fully booked. Um, you know, we ended up having a waiting list and things like that, which was absolutely class to get to that point. Um, but it then kind of got to the point where I was working like way too much um, for probably like a year and a half. This is just before kind of lockdown, the year and a half before that, maybe even almost two years. I can't even remember. Um, but I would usually have my first client, at, you know, half six in the morning. And you have to have clients throughout the whole day, maybe a little break for lunch. And then I would have clients the rest of the afternoon, a quick break for supper. And then I would have more clients till nighttime. And usually I would finish like last client sometimes at nine o'clock at night. Uh, and then I would have to drive home to Turriff. And I'd be getting home at, you know, quarter past nine, half past nine, supper, straight to bed to get up at half five again. And I was doing that kind of five days a week. And I'm not going to lie, I kind of got a bit of a buzz out of doing that to begin with. Um, I think it was more an ego thing. I, I kind of felt like, oh, I'm grafting here. This is brilliant. Oh, I'm, I'm putting in the hard work. But to be honest, I was just an idiot because to begin with, I was fine doing it. But after, as the months went on and the months went on, I was just absolutely shattered all the time and no energy. Um, you know, basically all I was doing each week was just getting up, going to work, coming home, grabbing something to eat, going straight to bed and uh, to get up at half five again. And it was crap, you know, like my own personal standards dropped, you know, 
I wasn't working out as much. I was maybe doing one workout a week. I, I fell out of love with the gym. I started eating crap. I was just grabbing stuff on the go. Um, and, you know, I was living off of probably, probably caffeine most of the time as well. So when I kind of struggled starting out, you know, I nearly quit because I just got fed up. I didn't know what I was doing. And then I then got to the other end of that spectrum where I was extremely busy and like fully booked. And uh, yeah, I was just absolutely run down and ready to quit again. Like just before lockdown, I was, you know, probably six months before the, the kind of lockdown hit, I was really thinking about just, you know, leaving the industry again. And it's not, you know, things were going really well, but I was just absolutely exhausted. And I just thought, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, have kids one day and then never be around because all I'm doing is working. It's just like, it's not, yeah, there's more to life. So I was almost ready to quit again. Um, and, and like I said, I've been kind of neglecting my own health and fitness. Uh, I think I'd, I was just kind of grabbing food on the go, living off a monster and co um, coffees and, you know, having like four or five coffees a day just to keep awake. It was, you know, it was horrible, but I, I did really enjoy it. And, you know, the clients I worked with were absolute class and, you know, I still talked to a lot of them. Um, you know, some of them I was working with for four or five years and uh, yeah you build some really close relationships with people and um really enjoyed that side of it it was just uh, you know the hours just killed you absolutely killed you and probably over that time i gained about maybe two two and a half stone and i was probably sitting in my heaviest at about 14 and a half stone maybe and where now i'm probably you know i'm down below kind of 12 stone um so i was yeah it was quite heavy i didn't i didn't look good with my top off whatsoever um but yeah i, I didn't feel great in myself um yeah, it, it, it couldn't really go on. So in a way, I guess lockdown was kind of a blessing in disguise. Um, so yeah, I then decided before the lockdown, probably the six months before that happened, when I was starting to thinking about quit, I kind of thought, right, I need to do something else. Um, let, what about opening up a gym uh, and doing something slightly different from the normal gym setup, you know? Uh, and I've been planning this out and had some ideas and I was quite excited about getting this started. And I've been looking at a few buildings and I've been in contact, you know, about mortgages and loans and it was all kind of getting set up and I was getting pretty excited and it was a bit of a, a risk, but I was quite excited and I wanted to do something else. I wanted to, you know, build a team, take on other coaches, spread out some of the workload, build something that, you know, would really make a difference. And um, yeah, so I was all ready to do that. And uh, I remember I was going back and forward, you know, the financial side of things and everything. And um, then COVID hit <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, you're bloody kidding me. Um, so luckily I hadn't like bought anything or had anything in writing. So yeah, kind of dodged a bullet big time. Um, cause if it happened a few months later, I could have potentially had a building bought, um, had a mortgage on it or whatever. And yeah, I would have been screwed because literally you were shut down for God knows how long. And I don't think there would have been any support there from the government either. So luckily, uh, lockdown happened kind of at the right time. If it happened later, like I said, I might have been totally, totally screwed. Um, so yeah, when the lockdown hit, I, I literally said to myself, and I, I said that to, to kind of Abby as well, my wife, um, it'll only be a few weeks. Like, so I'm just going to enjoy this time off and, and kind of take it as a holiday. And we can all know what happened there. Like, you know, the bloody lockdown would go on for most of the year, uh, way longer than expected. I think I think everyone kind of thought in the beginning it was like a mini holiday. Uh, all we did was bake and <laughs> bake cakes and eat crap. I think I gained probably a stone in that three weeks, uh, drinking brew dog every night, thinking I was on holiday. Um, but yeah, obviously the, the lockdown uh, kept going on and things were going to have to change going forward. So for me, I decided to build an online business. I wanted to create something that, got results first and foremost, because if you're not getting results, it's not very fulfilling. You know, I wanted to get, 
I wanted to create something that really made a difference that people could come to and, and get a life changing result, a, a result that would be like, wow, that's, that's absolutely amazing. I'm in such a better place now. Um, so when I kind of did personal training in the past, like one-to-one, um, I'd always struggle to get, you know, consistent results with people. Um, sure, they would come out and get a great result, uh, a great workout, sorry. They would come out and get a great workout and take them through their, their paces and all that. But it kind of dawned on me, like, you know, getting beasted in the gym once a week or twice a week, like, yeah, it's great, but it's what you do outside the gym that really counts. What you're doing with your diet, what your habits, routines are like, having that accountability in place. And there was none of that. It was just a workout a week or two workouts a week or whatever. Um, so yeah, it really struggled to get consistent results. Um, so yeah, I sat down and started mapping out, you know, a new business and trying to figure out, you know, how can I get better results? How can I make sure people come on and really get a, a good result and, and do something most importantly that, you know, they can stick to for good. And um, so it's like a new normal. And um, so after a kind of month or so of the lockdown, I kind of created the kind of first online official program. Um, we basically gave people a plan with their nutrition, their exercise, and I held them accountable. That was probably the two main things. Um, so yeah, having a plan so that clients knew exactly what they needed to do with their exercise, with their diet, that helped massively with results. And then probably the biggest one was just accountability. Um, I basically, you know, I was in touch with clients every week. I was getting them to check in with me and update me with their progress. And yeah, that all massively helped as well. And I think everyone was kind of stuck at home during lockdown. And um, so a lot of people were quite interested. And you know what, I went I would have come out of this lockdown in a better place. So yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. So um, from there, you know, we started to get some amazing results. There were people coming in and, you know, losing two, three, four stone and just hearing how much better they felt, their energy levels, their self-confidence, you know, the fact that a lot of people would say, you know, I can wear what I want now, you know, when things open up, I'm not worrying, oh Christ, I've got to go and find a dress or a shirt or whatever. You know, people were just feeling so much better than themselves and, yeah, I absolutely loved hearing and seeing that. It was absolutely class. And it really got me enjoying what I, what I do and um, seeing the difference in people. Like, like I said before, I didn't feel like I had that same fulfillment. I didn't feel like I was getting people that life-changing result when I was doing the kind of one-to-one. And um, whereas this now, it was like, yeah, it was really rewarding seeing the changes in people. And yeah, if you fast forward about, you know, two years, I then kind of created the infinite project at the start of kind of 2022. Now, the infinite project, this is something I've been working on for probably about six months, maybe even maybe even slightly longer than that. And I basically, I wanted to create something that was different from the normal online fat loss plan. Um, I didn't want it to be just another plan that people tried. Um, there's so many online plans out there, like, you know, especially with lockdown and that, there was a lot of them, you know, there's so much out there. Um, so I wanted to create something a little bit different, something that focused more on the long game. And um, so that's why I kind of created the infinite project. And the reason it's called the infinite project is because I started to really focus on playing the long game with my clients and myself, to be honest, just in general. And uh, now what I mean by that is that, you know, quite often we play the short game in life. We get caught up in the, the ups and downs in life because there's, there's always challenge in life, you know, regardless with that's to do with fat loss or, you know, in life, there's always challenge. And um, quite often we can get caught up in the short-term challenge. And for example, say with fat loss, maybe, you know, you don't lose weight one week and that makes you feel like you failed and you go off track, or maybe you've had a bad weekend and you think, oh, well, what's the point? I've gone off track now. I'm, you know, I've, I've gone mental this weekend. My diet's been crap. And then you weigh yourself on Monday and you see you've gone up in weight and it's like, well, what's the point? And um, 
or we maybe just give up when things are not going our way. But I used to struggle with that, you know, in the past. Like I always used to focus on the short game. It's like, right, okay, I'm wanting to lose fat just now. And if there's a week that I hadn't lost fat, I, that would totally derail me. Like I would weigh myself on the Friday and if I gained a pound, I'd be like, well, what's the point? I'll just go mental this weekend and get back on it on Monday because, you know, I've not lost anything anyway. It was that kind of almost um, all or nothing mentality. Um, and yeah, I was always derailed with that, you know, with with loads of things in life. And it used to really frustrate me. Um, like, for example, every time I set out to get lean, you know, I get so far, I would lose like a certain amount of body fat, start to make some good progress. And then I'd have one bad weekend. And then that was me off track. It was, yeah, it was the all or nothing approach. I was either like, you know, 100%, everything's bang on, my diet's bang on, my workouts are bang on, um, or I was off it. There was no in between. So like, like I said, if I had one bad meal, one bad night out, that was it. What's the point? I'll start again next week. And it was this constant cycle and never really getting anywhere. And then looking back, it was really frustrating and it really used to piss me off. Uh, now, like now, I guess I'm more focused on playing that long game. And all those little wee challenges are kind of normal and expected. And I started to really push that long game thinking on my clients as well. So many of them had kind of struggled in the past and would often find themselves kind of being derailed by a bad weekend or a bad weigh-in or they would get caught up with the scales and, you know, the scales have gone up and it would be like a disaster and they would go through this constant cycle of almost yo-yo dieting with it. And I think it's something that so many of us struggle with. Um, but when you start to focus on that long game, it is literally crazy what you can achieve. So instead of playing this kind of short game, having this short game mentality, we're, we're almost playing this infinite game and the infinite game is the game that never really ends because it never really does end like you know we maybe set goals and once we achieve the goals like you know what happens after that it's not like oh well, we've achieved the goal you've completed it you know you can go back to normal you know it's thinking about the long game like what happens after that and um, so yeah i guess like you know when it comes to fat loss if you've had a bad weekend you know who cares like get back on it like play the long game it doesn't matter one bad weekend's nothing in the grand scheme of things. Um, you know, if you're having bad weekends every weekend, then okay, it's maybe going to cripple your progress. But, you know, a bad weekend is not going to do bugger all in the long, in the long run. So playing the, the long game has a big influence on how we lose body fat. You know, we want to lose body fat doing something that we can see ourselves still doing 10 years from now. Because what is the point of doing something that we can't really see ourselves doing in the future? You know, if it's something we're like, oh, I can't wait for this diet to be over. You know, it's probably, you're probably doing it wrong. You know, you want to be doing something that almost just becomes a new normal because there are so many fad diets out there. There's literally so many and they all do work, but quite often they don't work long-term. It's just because we can't stick to them long enough. And it's having a plan once you do achieve that goal as well. That's another really important part of the puzzle. And um, if you can lose body fat doing something that doesn't feel like a diet, but more almost like a, a lifestyle approach is like a new way of, of doing things. It's like creating the, a diet that becomes the new normal that you don't even think about. It's just the way you eat. Like that, that's the kind of place you want to get to. Um, and when you get to that place, like losing it becomes a hell of a lot easier, but so does maintaining it. Um, and I think maintaining it is probably one of the other biggest problems that I've seen with a lot of clients and just people in general. Um, so many people know how to lose fat. Like some of my best clients have lost plenty of body fat in the past, but they've just never kept it off. And it's usually down to the way they've lost it. Um, you know, keeping it off can sometimes be the real problem. So yeah, that's why I kind of created the infinite project. I wanted to, it to be a, a kind of long-term way of life for people, not another quick fat loss plan. I wanted to 
create something that would help clients create a new normal for them going forwards. Um, we want to help our clients, you know, lose body fat hundred percent, but want them to, you know, finish dieting. Like a lot of people never get to that finish line and then start to show them how to maintain it long-term. And then maybe even look at new challenges in life. Um, like, for example, we've got We've had clients that, you know, have dropped maybe 10, 20, 30 kilos of body fat and then gone on to, you know, run their first 10K or their first half marathon. And we've had clients, you know, lose a load of body fat and then set other goals and, you know, maybe take on their first Monroe or and then start bagging Monroes. And we've had clients, you know, take on C-dips and, and signed up for triathlons and, you know, completely different challenges altogether. And again, that's about playing that infinite game. It's like, okay, you finished your fat loss goal. What's next? Like, what do you want to do next? Like, what's your, your driver now? You, you know, you've had this driver behind you the whole time to, to get in shape. Like what happens after that? Um, so yeah, it's, it's getting people to think long-term um, and, and, and find something that, I guess, you know, that motivates you to keep going. Um, Cause I think like, you know, once you finish losing body fat, it is nice to have something else to focus on something that's away from fat loss. Cause quite often we'll spend it like a lot of people, you know, I speak to have been dieting for years and dieting's always on in top of mind. You know, it's quite nice to come away from that and think, Oh, I'm not actually focused on losing fat anymore. You know, it changes your whole perspective when you're, you're going out for supper or you're, you've got things on at the weekend. You're not thinking, Oh Christ, I better maybe eating that this weekend. Oh my God, I'm getting gained so much weight. You know, it changes all that. It's, it's quite nice coming away from the whole fat loss thing. Um, so yeah, you know, it's nice to have other challenges, whether, you know, that's something like taking on a Monroe or, you know, running your first 10K or, you know, maybe getting stronger in the gym and, and going through a muscle building phase. Like we've got a few clients have done that. Um, so yeah, once you start to smash some of your goals, like you set these goals and challenges, um, you know, once you achieve them, it, it starts to kind of raise the glass ceiling of what's possible. Um, so we'll, I, I call it the glass ceiling. So we've all got this kind of glass ceiling and it's basically our self-limiting beliefs, what we believe we can achieve, because we'll all have different limits of what we actually believe we can achieve. And um, with regard with that, you know, that counts for anything in life. Um, but once you stretch past slightly past those beliefs, like you achieve something that you thought, oh, I don't know if I could achieve that. You start to raise your self-belief and you start to wonder what else is possible. Your, your glass ceiling starts to go a little bit higher and you start to think, oh God, like, well, I've achieved that what else can I achieve? And that can, you know, that can have an impact in other areas of life as well. Um, so yeah, that's what the, the kind of the infinite projects about. Um, so the coaching program kind of started during lockdown is it's kind of grow, grown and evolved into the infinite project. So basically I'll, I'll explain what we actually do and how everything works just to give you an idea. So what we basically do is we, we give clients a plan with their nutrition exercise. So they know what they need to do day to day to see results. So they know exactly what they need to do to start moving in the right direction. Um, with regards to, you know, 99% of people we work with initially, it's fat loss. That's what we're focused on. Fat loss and finishing dieting. We also, you know, teach clients how to eat correctly and, and give them the knowledge they need to, to get in shape and stay in shape. How to, you know, manage weekends and social events, how to plan out your meals, what your macros are, um, you know, giving you all the knowledge you need. And we do that through our, our member site and we add new trends to this every month. And we basically create informational videos that are kind of filmed up live. And uh, we actually teach clients, you know, about nutrition, about exercise, about mindset aspects. You know, it's just giving them the knowledge to, to stay in shape, get in shape, you know, long term. 
And we'll also hold clients accountable. So, you know, I speak to my clients every single week and make sure they're doing what they said they do. And we've also got a, what we call our weekly check-in system where clients update their stats and report back to me on how their week's been. I can have a look over their progress, their food diaries, and actually see how they've been getting on and, and make sure they're heading in the right direction. And we've also got an awesome community and we've got a Facebook group and we run accountability posts in there. We do weekly webinars, challenges, and we do quite a lot of in-person meetups. So we do things like uh, basically hire out a hall, get some gym equipment there and do a big group workout. Uh, we've done Monroe climbs, uh, C-dips, Christmas nights out, and soon to be summer barbecues, uh, hopefully in the coming months. And uh, yeah, the whole idea of the, the kind of community is that, you know, it, it's been in amongst those that have kind of similar goals and values. Um, I think it can be super, super inspiring. Um, so for me, I, I, I just wanted people to feel like they were part of something bigger, that they weren't just doing a plan by themselves. So yeah, that's the kind of whole, um, how the whole kind of community side of things works. Um, but then last but not least, like how we tie everything in together, like we basically set up clients with goals through our goal setting system. So we basically map out their long-term goals, what their big goal is, and then break this goal down into smaller chunks. Um, so we'll set them out with a 30-day and a 90-day goal and their long-term goal as well. So these goals are basically taking your big goal and breaking it into smaller chunks. And what we do is every 90 days, we basically revisit like what we've achieved so far, what's went well, what's not went well, and then we reset new goals going forward. So we've got new 30 and 90 day goals. And the whole idea is it that every 90 days, you're getting closer and closer to this big goal. Now doing it like this, just it just makes it that goal. You're just breaking it in, into to more manageable chunks. So it's not quite so overwhelming. Um, and having these goals actually written down with a start and end date and having someone to, to hold you accountable to them is really is a game changer. A lot of people will, you know, set a goal and just talk about it. But when it's written down and it's real, um, yeah, you're much more inclined to, to get after it. And I think once you start to knock off some of these goals, you really start to build momentum and self-belief. And you start to think, bloody hell, look what I've achieved this last 90 days. Like, what else can I achieve? And it's a really good way to set goals anyway. Like, you know, if, you, if you've if you set goals in the past, then yeah, try and set a big goal and break it down into smaller chunks. Like, what's going to get you a little bit closer every 90 days to that big goal? Um, so yeah, this is a, this first podcast is a, it's a little bit about me and basically the Infinite Project, what we do, uh, why we do it, what we're all about. I wanted to basically do this for the first episode. Um, in the coming podcast episodes, I'm going to be going over things like, you know, like calories and fat loss and how all, how fat loss actually works, uh, what the macros are, breaking that down. A lot of people ask me, you know, what the hell's macros? Um, why the scales fluctuate and your body weight goes up and down like a yo-yo? Um, how to keep your results long-term? What you should be doing in the gym? How many reps and sets you should be doing? If you need cardio or not? Um, how much body fat you can lose in 12 weeks? And um, that's an example of some of the episodes that are going to be coming up. And um, so, yeah, the main aim of this uh, podcast is just to give you guys as much value as possible so that you can hopefully learn something from it and be able to implement it and hopefully get some results as well. And um, so, yeah, if you've managed to listen this long, thanks for tuning in. First ever episode. And uh, yeah, I'm getting to try and put up uh, a new episode every kind of week or every second week. So uh, yeah, keep your, your eyes peeled. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming along to the first podcast. And uh, yeah, keep your eyes peeled. We'll have another podcast up hopefully in the next week or so.